Well, it's been a few hours now and Tony still hasn't shown up, which is starting to worry me. I wonder where the bloody hell he is. The Russians have landed. I sucked it up for two hours waiting for the sim and now I've done the express train to the centre of Moscow, looked on the Apple Maps and I'm 58 minutes away from the hotel if things go right. I think I've made the wrong decision to come to the centre of Moscow. great things about being at the World Cup is that you meet fans from all over the world and here at the uh, the Salute Hotel with the Green and Gold Army uh, we are sharing the digs with a whole bunch of guys and, and girls from Mexico the Mexican fans are here and we're going to meet a few of them now on the World Cup Road Trip Podcast. G'day as we would say. How would you say hello in Mexico? Hola! Hola. <laughs> and who am I speaking Hola, to? Israel. Israel and Gus. Gus, and who's your big fella? Who's your big friend here? Yeah, Enrique. Enrique. Enrique, how are you going? ¿Qué tal, my friend? How are you? I'm well. Hey. Now you've all come to see Mexico play uh, in the World Cup. Uh, you, you live in Los Angeles? Yeah, I live in Los Angeles, but I've been to uh, this is my fifth World Cup, so I follow Mexico everywhere they go. And you guys have come along for the ride? I mean, I live in uh, Anaheim, and this is my second World Cup, and uh, having a blast here. I'm living when Mexico starts, Tijuana, Mexico. You know where it's at, Tijuana, Mexico. Solo teams. Huh? I'm a living, man. Hey, what does it mean for Mexicans to see Mexico playing at the World Cup? Well, we're, we're used to playing on, on, on the big stage, and Mexico has been doing very, very good. So this year we hope to advance higher. I mean, we have beat Brazil on the on the uh, on on the World Cup and the national on international stages. So we're gonna do it again. We're and gonna we're gonna go to the next game, to the fifth game. And what's it like in the crowd when when Mexico is playing? What's the what's it like for the fans? It's mainly it's having fun, and uh, there's families coming to the World Cup, having a great time. Right now, I feel so confident. That we're gonna beat Germany two to one, <laughs> and also when Mexico plays, get ready for a beer shower because Mexicans every time we score, we throw a beer on the air. So, Do, is there a Mexican chant that you can share with me that you like you you use in the stadium that you sing for the for the for the team? Oh, there's quite, there's a couple of them. Uh, uh, Give us one of them. Querido, no, espérame. No, uh, Chilito lindo, lindo. O, o, no. o chiquitibunga la bimbo. No, Chilito lindo, Chilito lindo. Yeah. Go on, give Are me some ready? of that. Yeah. <laughs> en la Sierra Morena, cielito lindo, vienen bajando. Un par de ojitos negros, cielito lindo de contrabando. Ay, 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 ay. Canta y no llores, porque cantando se alegra el cielito lindo los corazones. ¡Viva México, cabrones! Very good indeed. Well, thank you for sharing that. But what do you know about Australian football? Australian football, we know that they they moved from the uh, the Oceania Confederation and now they're playing on um, Asian Confederation and they've been doing very good. Uh, some of the uh, Mexican, uh, some of the Concacaf and South American teams have been playing the uh, the uh, elimination team against them. Yeah. Indeed, one day maybe we get to play Mexico at the World Cup. I I don't think you guys want to play us. <laughs>
And do you like, what do you like about Australia? Do you like the beer? I like the beer and I like the uh, culture over there and I know there's a lot of uh, uh, good fauna over there like the kangaroos, the koalas, they're known internationally. So we, we, want, we want soon, we want a World Cup in Australia because I want to go to the country. When? You tell yes. me when. I'll, I'll try and organize it. I'm, it's going to you. It's going to Mexico. Did you find out today yeah, yeah, yeah. that you're going to be hosting the World Cup? 2026. 20, hey, you guys have to make uh, 2030 in Australia. I want to go to your country for the World Cup. Come on. Okay, I'm going to make it happen. Amigos, thank you very much. Thank you, amigo. Thank you. Gracias. Hasta la vista, Marabarista. World Cup Road Trip is supported by supersimplecards.com. Uh, get a 6, 10 or 12 pack of greeting cards. You know that panicky moment when you've got the present and you don't want to spend 11 bucks on some high concept card. Well, this is the answer for you. Um, use the offer code World Cup and get super simple cards. Ah, shit, shit, shit. I got off the train to go and get my fan ID at Sporting Sky, a metro stop or something, and now I've tried to get back on. I've got 45 rubles. I need 50 rubles. Five rubles short. I've actually asked the person next to me if I can have five rubles. I've been in the city for an hour. I've been reduced to begging. They said no, by the way. Just no when I asked for the money. Well, it might have been yet. Well, it's been a long day in the foyer of the hotel welcoming Australian fans as they've come from all points of the compass to be here. Um, we've had some who've flown in uh, from, from Finland today, others who've come in from Turkey after spending a few days in Istanbul. Some have done the long road, the really long road via Frankfurt to Moscow, Belgrade to Moscow. And some who've been here for a little while who are joining the tour, congregating about 530 people in the Green and Gold Army are going to take this journey around Russia with us on the World Cup road trip. And you get that sense in the city now that the excitement is starting to build, that uh, that there is a, something special about to happen. When I was here uh, a couple of days ago, you, you saw some fans from other countries and, you know, they were coming in, in small numbers and there's not a lot of vibe. And then once again, that critical mass of people starts to appear and you really sense the momentum and talking to some of the Australians who've been in town and having a look around today they said there's a real world cup vibe now that there's a, a sense of something special about to happen it's really quite exciting uh it is a big big time for those in russia itself they feel from talking to lots of people that this is their chance to try to to show a different face to the world i guess russia lives in the western imagination as something to fear and loathe uh, and uh, this is their chance to try to show a different side to that. Uh, they've got an interesting approach to their politics, the, the Russians I've spoken to, whilst acknowledging that the Putin regime uh, is one that uh, does its business with, uh, with dirty hands. Uh, they also, in a way, are proud of the achievements of modernity, that this city looks so very different to the one that I visited 20 years ago, 25 years ago. I turned up here in 1995, uh, and Boris Yeltsin was in charge, you know, nominally, because he wasn't. The place was chaotic. It was on its knees economically. And basically, uh, the men with guns ran every business 
that there was the hotels we stayed in the restaurants we sat in uh it was the rule of the gun and uh, it was just strong arm tactics as it probably is today the gangsters probably just have better suits and are more sophisticated and drive bigger and faster cars let's not pretend that's not the case but somewhere in between all of that there's this next generation of russians who are outward looking and do feel that their country is being misrepresented in the Western portrayal of it. Maybe they're a little bit deluded about just how uh, Russia has behaved itself in the wider world. But, you know, somewhere in between all of that, the truth lies. And we're getting a sense of just how proud they are to host this event. Because previous to this, visitors didn't come in huge numbers to Russia. They've uh, been growing steadily over the last 10, 15 years. But particularly Western visitors like Australians haven't made their way here in huge numbers. And uh, they're delighted and surprised by just how far we're prepared to travel to watch our national team. The Russians like sport, don't get me wrong, they love it, but they are simply blown away that we're prepared to take a 30-hour flight to come and watch the Socceroos play. And it's one of the things that I love about uh, this this particular team and these particular tours because the people who invest their time to come here and their money and, and their hopes and dreams to watch this team uh, makes this really quite a unique tour. Uh, it's great fun to be on. You've got uh, like-minded souls who, who are prepared to go on that journey with you. Don't get me wrong, though. Don't think that I'm trying to paint this as some sort of Shangri-La here, some Disneyland uh, for football, because I know how tainted the process was that delivered this World Cup to Russia. And I know that being here, you know, accused me of being an enabler. Hey, I've, you know, maybe my defence for that doesn't stand up in court. I understand that. Uh, and it's something I've wrestled with. I certainly won't be going to Qatar in 2020. There's no chance of that, knowing in the Labor and industrial laws under which those particular stadiums are being built. And I know there have been no better probably here, or certainly in Brazil, uh, and the politics of this country are deeply, deeply troubling. But here I am anyway. The game has brought me here because I still believe somewhere inside myself that the game beyond those that run it and those that profit from it and those who exploit it and us as fans, the game itself... The fans who are its face and who are its energy and whose passion drives the experience, that is still worth being part of and that is still worth fighting for and protecting. And and when you get to a World Cup game uh, and you are a long way from home and your country is playing, there's something very special about that experience that, that is hard to describe until you actually are there yourself. And I miss it. Maybe I'm addicted to it because this is my fourth World Cup. I keep coming back for it. And every time I think I've probably had enough, I've done enough of these, I I still hanker for the next opportunity to to have that moment. And so that's why I'm here. Guilty as charged. I might be guilty as charged. But now I I lay my defence before you and I throw myself at the mercy of the court on that one. And Moscow itself, I want to talk a bit about that before I go. It's amazing to be here and see how much it's changed. I mean, it's also one of those places that defies the Western imagination because it lived in our imagination. It still does as a foreboding place, a forbidding place, a dangerous place. Hey, and I'm not saying all of those things are not true, but the modern refit of Moscow is extraordinary. It is a beautiful, beautiful city now. Uh, with the, the architecture is restored to its grandeur. Um, it has been lovingly kept by the people who, who live here, who are proud of its history. 
in a way that I would say Australians shy away from their history, and I have a massive problem with that. That is a discussion for another time, how we don't value our own history. We don't teach it in our schools. And those that say to me, Australia doesn't have any history, make me weep for their ignorance. But the Russians do know their history, and they're proud of it, and they lovingly restored it. Uh, and when you come here, you see it. And it's a modern city too. I mean, they have they have functioning high-quality Wi-Fi on their metro system. Uh, and it's for free and everywhere you go you can you can tap into that and you know, the the rail system works beautifully the metro here the metro the metro stations which alone are works of art one of the things the soviets did that is preserved and loved is the, the construction of the metro stations which look like living art galleries with mosaics and chandeliers and huge portraits in there and they remain the pride of moscow they have to be seen to be believed so there's that aspect of Moscow as well. I know it's dangerous to confuse modernity with civility. That doesn't necessarily exist in the way that we might imagine that it would in a city that looks like this. But for the time being, it's about football. And the football gives us a chance to reach out and discover this stuff, which we would not otherwise do. It's brought me here, back here. It's taught me a few things already about perceptions that I've had about Moscow and, and Russia. It's made me ask even more questions about what the truth is somewhere in between all of that and in between times i get to see some, some wonderful football with people who share the same passion as i do and meet people from other countries who do the same who i would never otherwise meet that's why we come to this thing it's to share the experience in uh, in a way that could only be uh, brought together by the game we love and we're going to enjoy a lot of that over the next few weeks. I've rattled on a lot now. I'm waiting for Tony. He's going to be here sometime soon, making his way from Hungary. And then we can get this World Cup road trip underway in earnest. So we'll catch up with Tony in just a moment. Well, I'm now here on the red line of the Moscow Metro. I wouldn't say it's been a triumphant arrival in, uh, at the Hotel Salute. I um, I thought oh, I might as well just get to the city on the express train and then I'll work it out from there. Well, the, the hotel isn't that close to the city, so I think I arrived at about 4.30 and now we're getting up towards uh, 8.30. The two hours queuing for the sim, the gallivanting around the public transport system. Um, for a guy who went on race around the world, I have not covered myself in glory. Well, I think I touched down at 4.30, at 9.15, I'm finally on the homeward stretch, talking, walking, eating a kebabby thing that they sell at the station at Yugo Zubin Zebin something Skya, which is where I have finally made it to. Uh, it won't be long now. So I'm about to see Francis. I tried the door that was the medical clinic. That didn't work. I've tried the door that was the gym that was decked out like Ivan Drago's Rocky IV gym. That didn't work. But I've now walked through a door into a fountain foyer at the Retreat Hotel when I think Francis could pop out any minute. Where is he? Said he might meet me around here. And here we are as I fall into his arms. Hello, Francis Luke. Hello. Welcome to Russia, my friend. I know. Salute, how tall do you say salute? I don't know. Have you had uh, an epic sort of like uh, post-Soviet, post-modern meta experience with Russian bureaucracy? It's so Soviet. Except for the Fan ID Centre, which was like 
uh, the Apple Genius Store. <laughs> All the young smart yeah, people like they were just there, there going, well, yeah, no, Anthony Wilson Campbell, come forward. You know, it was that sort of thing. And it was being called like the call of the card in the Melbourne Cup. But everything else has been hard. I, I made the rookie mistake. I said, surely just to train to the city, that puts you in position for the taxi out. That'll be cheaper. We're not very near the city, are we? <laughs> well, it's such a big place. I mean, 30 million people here on any given day. Uh, yeah, and it goes tower block, 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 tower block. Tower block. Uh, but uh, you get a handle on it. You oh, get a handle. Okay. Done, like, Have I, you got the World Cup vibe yet at all? Oh, it's been brilliant. It's been, had the, I've had an amazing week in, in Hungary, and, and just to go to the friendly was a real experience because it really it was like a warm-up. It was seriously like playing in the reserves. Now, we thought we saw you on the TV, Cavorting. Was it were you... Yeah, I think it was me. I think after the after the um, the goal, the first one, that was mine. That was my head. <laughs> With my grey beard, it's quite odd. I have I've never... got to say, you're looking you're looking very Eastern European no, with the with the, uh, the rustic beard. Well, I, I, I might talk you through the dramas uh, in in a, in a quieter place, but it has been full of just cues and and mishaps and for someone who's meant to be an experienced traveller man am I rusty <laughs> yeah, but there's your pre-season getting back to your race around the world race around Russia race around the world it was 20 years ago this week <laughs> was it really jeez you can see the, the uh, cobwebs in the, in, the, in the carryover champion who's still got the trophy at home Oh. oh well, mate. We're going to let you uh, check in because that's going to be another queue that's going to take about three or four hours, yeah. and then we'll go well, and get a beer. Half a beer before we all fall asleep. Why are we going to yeah. get a beer? Yeah, what the good. hell? Excellent. Good to see you. World Cup Road Trip is supported by supersimplecards.com. Uh, get a 6, 10 or 12 pack of greeting cards. You know that panicky moment when you've got the present and you don't want to spend 11 bucks on some high concept card. Well, this is the answer for you. Um, use the offer code World Cup and get super simple cards. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows and this is one we think you're going to love. I'm Molly Hockey. I'm an actor, writer, comedian. I'm 40, I'm single, and I'm trying to get pregnant, so I started SpermCast. I interviewed potential sperm donors, doctors, witches, scientists, surrogates. I did hilariously awkward home inseminations. I got pregnant. I had a miscarriage. I laughed. I cried. A lot. I got sperm from a sperm bank and started fertility treatments. Now here I am in season three. If you're pondering motherhood or in the thick of trying to get there, or if you just like comedy and watching a woman lose her ever-loving mind in real time, subscribe now to SpermCast. ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.